1: you're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. With Nancy's expertise, you'll learn how to embrace your potential and strive for success. If you have a question or need further support, send us an email at connect@livingfullout.com. At now, here's Nancy.
2: Hello and thank you for joining us today. I am Nancy Soleri and this is The Living Full Out Show. And today we are going to be talking about pivoting in life. Oh, who hasn't gone the wrong direction and said, uh-oh, got to go the other way. Right. Sometimes we have to do that with relationships, with jobs, with just overall life direction. And I don't know about you all, but sometimes the rest of us go in circles and then we have to do a lot of pivots. But stay with us. We're going to be talking throughout the show all about that and our inspirational guest, Daniel Spar. What a great example of many different pivots, but... Uh, she is like the Simone Biles of, <laughs> of pivoting. Uh, she definitely has always landed on her feet, but she's gone through a lot of heartbreak. So we want to share her story with you. Um, also, if you want to hear today's show again, make sure you go to livingfullout.com. All of our episodes are waiting for you. Just pick the one that has the theme that makes the most sense for what you're going through. And also reach out to us at connect at If you have questions on today's show or need more resources on what you're going through. Now, I'm getting word from our producer that we do have a listener on the line. We're going to go say hello to them. Hi, welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Hi,
3: Nancy. How are you? Hi, I'm wonderful. Thank you for joining us. How can I help you? So. I lost my mom, it's actually going to be approaching uh, two years this April, um, and I lost my sister 11 weeks later the same year, Um, so it just, it's obviously, it's a huge loss, two two huge losses, um, but as we approach the um, two-year anniversary, it just is magnified, I guess I could say, And I'm just wondering what you, I guess, would recommend as far as um, dealing with all this grief. And like I said, as the anniversary approaches, things just seem to be that much more um, intense, the Mm -hmm. sadness. Yeah.
2: Well, first of all, I'm sorry for your loss, even two years ago, because, you know, every loss is is a tough one, right? And we we love them. And that's your mama bear, right? Yeah. And that's yep. your your sister, um, you know. I, I am curious. Are are you a woman of faith? Um,
3: I guess private faith. I don't I don't go to like temple. I don't you know. I okay. We don't uh, really practice, but I do okay. believe. You know, in in the higher power. Let's say.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, the reason why I ask that question, and it's within many layers for everyone, and it doesn't mean that it's end all be all. But the reason why I say that is, you have to think about. If they were looking at you and they're looking at you saying, you live your life full out, you laugh loud, you laugh hard, you love big, you go after your dreams, you know, we're right there beside you in spirit. You want to make sure that as they look at you, excel and be, you know, the best version of yourself, that Mm -hmm. they don't see you grieving. They don't right. see you sad. They don't see I'm, you playing yeah, small.
3: Honestly, I think that would make my mom very sad to see me sad. So, I do believe you're right in that respect. Like, you know. Now, that you doesn't know, make it
2: easier, right? Yeah. I mean, I no. mean, yeah. I mean, it doesn't make it it doesn't make it easier, but in some ways, you know, we're all some some leave earlier than they should. You know, I'll never understand why like, you know, children get cancer. You know, we'll never understand why there's shootings and people pass early, you know, but, but at the same time, the best you can do in the spirit of your mother and your sister is again, to live that life the best you can. And, and now they're in their own journey. That's why I asked, you know, on your faith or spiritual side, because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now they're off in their new chapter, but we, but I want for them and you should want for them to, to not, to not worry and know that you're okay. And yeah. So I think that's the place that if in time you could get to would really help you and help that spirit let go and, and, and excel. And, and sometimes that's done by having little moments, little moments where something happens and you just say out loud, Mom, I know you're telling me I told you so. Or, yeah. you know, but not in a sad way. Or yeah, maybe I a moment. Yeah,
3: I you do believe that. The spirit yeah. is around. Like I, there's this blue jay. I don't know why, but I see this blue jay, and and actually there's two of them. So I always say, "Oh hi!" Like it reminds me of my mom, and it, and the other one reminds me of my sister. And I, it sounds, it might sound crazy to some people, but I feel like that's their spirit in the bird. And when I see the birds, it actually makes me it it makes me feel good, and it makes me feel sad. It's kind of a weird emotional. Mix of feelings, but I do believe spirit is around us. Yes, and I do mm-hmm. agree with you that they don't want to see you suffer. They don't want to see you sad. Like I'm blessed; I have a big family, a lot, a lot of children, five children, and they can't have a mother that's just sad and weeping and, and my mother would be very disappointed. She, you know, it would crush her to see me sad. So I, I think you're right. We have to think, you know, and smile, and um, just well, be grateful say- we had them. For as long as we've
2: had them, you know. Well, now that now uh, and so all of that is true. So that was my first piece of advice, but now my second piece is for you and just you, okay? Because, you know, setting a spirit free and and living full out in their honor and laughing loud and loving big, right? That's 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 one part of it. But the other part of it is your inner workings, your your grieving, right? And so. Mm-hmm. If you need to cry, cry. Do you know, tears are a good thing. Tears expel toxic negative energy or nervous energy out of our body. And it's kind of like if you were a soda can all shook up, right? And you shook it aggressively and you pop the top. What happens?
3: I explode.
2: Mm -hmm. So if you were to go around and smile, but you didn't feel it or laugh Mm -hmm. loud, but you didn't feel it then you would be that soda can shaking and shaking and shaking and shaking. And then it's going to explode in a way that might not be the best for you. It might be, you know, a health condition. It might be, you know, unfortunately blasting out at someone and then feeling bad about it, right? Right. So Mm -hmm. crying is actually really good, really, really good. But you just have to find a way to cry almost with intention. I would cry somewhat on the day. Let that flush it through.
3: And oh, then yeah, I could feel it. I could feel it bubbling up. It's gonna I mean, I'm I'm an mm-hmm. emotional person anyway, but yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. And, and
2: and also, you know, I, I wanna say one other thing. The fact that you have such courage, such love, the ability to talk about this, the ability for this to be top of mind, like mm-hmm. your mom and your sister, they're they're looking at you saying I'm so proud of her. Like, I, she, you know, what a great daughter. What a great sister. How lucky, you're saying how lucky you were. They're saying yeah. how lucky was I.
3: Yeah.
2: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, And yeah. And so, and and I know that makes you sad, but I want you to, I want you to cry. Yeah. I want you to cry. Yeah. Okay.
3: It's very, it's, it's emotional to your mom. It's, you know, I spoke to her every day for, mm-hmm. you know. 54 years, you know, even though I'm a grown woman with grown children, just, you know, I spoke to her every day. So you definitely miss that. Um, It's definitely a huge hole there. That's no longer. Have you you
2: considered writing a book? Have you considered (laughs) writing a journal? No. Because you have a lot. It seems like you have so much love and memories that you almost don't know where to put them.
3: Yeah, that might be a beautiful idea.
2: And what a great legacy to give your kiddos, right? What if you took the best memories of their Nana, their grandma, the best memories of their aunt, and you jotted them down? Some are going to make you laugh. Some are going to make you cry. But I think that is actually a beautiful legacy to pass on to, to your kids. Yeah.
3: I love that idea.
2: Thank you for that. Absolutely. Harmony. Absolutely. So, so, so we know after today that you have the green light to cry. Yeah. We know yeah. after today that you want to set those spirits free and live big in their honor. And then um, I'm, I, I'm obviously now talking to a best-selling author at the same time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, Did I just hear you laugh?
2: I think I heard you laugh.
3: <laughs> I've got tears in my eyes but I'm laughing too. So good. You struck a chord. Thank
2: you. Well, thank you so much for calling today. And we'll be thinking positive wishes your way, okay? Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. And for everybody, it is hard sometimes to pivot in life. You know, you lose a loved one and how do you pivot? How do you move on? How do you leave a job that wasn't the right fit? A relationship that let you down? But if you pivot, what if? It's greater on the other side. What if your purpose is waiting for you, arms wide open? Take those pivots today as you live life full out. I'm Nancy Soleri. We'll be right back after this break. This is the Living Full Out Show. Stay with us.
4: Life looks a little different. During these times, we're doing our best to keep our minds and bodies strong. And getting a flu shot helps us stay healthy, so we don't miss out on what matters. Like having game night at home. (laughs) Yeah, can't do that while sick with the flu. Now imagine family movie night that your daughter can't live without. Well, that's ruined. And don't forget your uncle's socially distanced cookout. <coughs> See? That's why it's important to be at our strongest. Every year, millions of people in the U.S. get the flu. Especially now. No one has time to miss out on moments that matter. So get your flu shot. Find out more at GetMyFluShot.org. Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council.
0: Don't you wish your life came with a warning app?
5: Stop. That dog does not want to be petted.
0: <laughs> Just a little heads up before something bad happens.
5: Move your coffee cup away from your computer. Oh, no, 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 no.
0: So you can have more control.
5: Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake.
0: Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners.
4: Uh Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. (laughs) (laughs) And now
0: a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain! Who's with me? Good
6: thing is, he knows when he's buzzed.
0: And my brain is set- Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit
7: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket?
0: When it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride.
6: Love that guy. Me too.
0: Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. (laughs)
6: Watch
4: out! (laughs) You got me! The galaxy is safe once again.
0: In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council.
4: Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo.
8: Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case.
4: You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad, just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Kids, and the Ad Council.
1: You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. As a life coach, Nancy can teach you how to stay strong under pressure and work through challenges you face. Being legally blind, Nancy inspires others to be resilient in overcoming obstacles and live full out. You can ask Nancy for advice in your life on relationships, finance, business, health, and more. Just call in at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. Now, here's Nancy
2: welcome back i'm nancy soleri and this is the living full out show and today we are talking about pivoting in life and i mean i don't know anybody who hasn't had one two three a hundred pivots right (laughs) we get really good at it over the years but the thing is is we do find inspirational guests that we feel demonstrate how they made pivots in life why they did that and then what was that outcome because they're risk takers they're they're people that stretch and reach to get to a, the best place in life they can be. So today, I'd very much like to welcome Danielle Spar to the show. Welcome, Danielle.
9: Thank you, Nancy. I'm really happy to be here.
2: Oh, I feel the same way. I could barely sleep last night. I am excited. <laughs> it might be also a little bit too much caffeine, but uh, I'll just run around the block about 10 times later. Um, so here's the thing, Danielle. There is so much to your story. I want to just jump in quickly, but... I know growing up, around age 10, your younger brother got leukemia, and he had had, you know, a heart issue as well and and different things, but your parents needed to give a lot of attention to him to make sure that he got the right care and be with him at the hospital, and your older sister was, you know, being a rebellious teenager as we all go Mm -hmm. through, right? Yeah. And, but that led 10-year-old Danielle to feel alone, and Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering... That's, you know, what was everybody missing? Because, you know, there's a lot of kids where families get busy, parents get busy, but that really kind of scarred you in its own way for your entire life. What, what did everybody miss that they should have spotted?
3: Well, it was
9: the fact that um, I saw everything going on. I was kind of felt like I was on the outside looking in on this show and saw my brother, maybe not living my parents in agony, my sister acting out in her way. And then there was I, and I was like, okay, well, where do I fit in to this whole scheme of things? the, Mm -hmm. and, you know, because it was necessary, I was kind of shuffled from family, friends, family, so that my parents could be at the hospital. Um, and my sister, you know, like you said, being a typical teenager, um, and I started just kind of withdrawing inside of myself because, you know, when you feel like, well, they're too busy, you know, and you don't want to add another thing on to anyone's plate, so you just start turning your feelings um, inside, and I was... More, my, you know, the joke is, um, oh Danielle, such a moody child. And looking back, most likely there was reasons for that.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I think you got to be good to yourself. I mean, ten is a tough age. I mean, that's when my parents divorced. So I, I know it's an age where you you are starting to develop who you are and your, mm-hmm. you know, your connection to your family. So I I get it. Now I I know that as the years went along, uh, you're. You ended up going to school and you wanted to get into the hair industry and be a stylist yeah. and do all that. And believe it or not, everybody listening, she really conquered that at 17. That's when she did that, <laughs> Left, graduated early from high school and embarked on her career at her early age. Now, what I think is interesting, though, is although you were tenacious in, in doing all that, right, you still mm-hmm. kind of balanced into adulthood feeling mature and confident. And I got this and I'm independent. But at the same time, that little girl that hurt, insecure, you know, alienated Danielle, it was kind of this teeter totter because Mm -hmm. later on you're in a relationship with a man who you're now married to today. But (laughs) when he started to show signs that he was like, I want to marry you. Like I could spend my life with you. You ran. <laughs> you, you. Yeah. It made you nervous. Why is that? Um, I
9: didn't. I guess know how to let someone in close um, because I had to kind of depend on myself for so many years. Um, to let someone behind the curtain or over the wall, so to speak, was terrifying to me because you know, I would have dark thoughts, I would have that I never expressed, I was always just the jokester, and, um, you know, the fun one. Um, And so then to have this other person that wants to know what I truly feel, and wants to know the nitty gritty, it terrified me.
2: Mm. Yeah, because you you had kept little Danielle kind of, under wraps, for
8: mm-hmm. most of your
2: early years, adult years, and you things started moving fast for you. You you yeah. ended up getting married at 20. That's very mm-hmm. young. You ended up having your first baby at 25. Now, when you had your first baby, you actually suffered from postpartum depression, and and you kind of also went through again having his family almost sub in as your family because they didn't live near you, but that irritated you. Why? Yeah. Um, you know,
9: my family ended up, I had, you know, um, moved to Virginia to follow my mom and dad. And then when I got married, they moved back to Minnesota where my sister lived. And so even though they weren't, um, there, you know, um, in physically, um, we would call and so forth. And so for then, I know um, at one point, in very good intentions to try and and say, oh, well, you know, we're here, we're your family. Um, I felt like it was saying that my family didn't want me anymore or that my family wasn't there, you know, um, and... I think that angered me because I was like, no, they, they would be there if I really needed it. Uh, but, you know, thinking back on it, well, maybe I was scared that they wouldn't be. Mm. You know, because of the... In,
2: in moments like that, do you mm-hmm. feel little Danielle saying that?
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, there's a pattern here. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And is this going to be um, another time in my life that I have to to fend for myself. Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, during that time after baby one, you decided to get back into doing hair and on mm-hmm. a very, you know, part-time basis. But what I think is very interesting too is, and I want to talk about this when we come back, you know, building a family, getting married, it it comes with its own bag of stresses. And there's a lot of things I want to share with our audience about how you navigated those waters. So stay with us and everybody listening today, it's about making pivots in life. And sometimes that means taking a leap of faith. Sometimes that means putting yourself as if you were in Vegas, you know, ending up on your own self, your life, your abilities, but know that you have to believe in yourself and just keep taking steps forward. I'm Nancy Soleri. This is the Living Full Out Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari.
4: Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser.
8: Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trash.
4: Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes In biology, me. I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn...
7: Is why no
9: one ever helps.
0: Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council.
2: I'm Nancy Soleri, Certified Life and Business Coach. I want to invite you to the Personal Development Boot Camp. During the Boot Camp, we're going to be looking at taking those insecurities that you have and getting rid of them. We're also going to look at ways in which you can thrive and live a life full of purpose. Go to livingfullout.com forward slash bootcamp, livingfullout.com forward slash bootcamp to sign up. I believe in you, and here's to you living your life full out.
0: They'll challenge your authority.
4: They'll try to break your will.
0: They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woo hoo -er, a hand clapper, a high-fiver?
1: it slip it cuff it check it talk to doctor now and share it
7: i
6: get it slip it cuff it check it twice a day
1: i get it slip it cuff it check it in the morning and before dinner
6: i get it slip it cuff it check it and share it with my doctor nearly one in two u.s adults have high blood pressure that's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy to remember steps it starts with a monitor
1: now that I know my blood pressure numbers, I talked with my doctor. We're getting those numbers down.
4: Get it, slip it, it check it. Talk to doctor now and share it.
6: Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Learn more at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association in partnership with the office of minority health and health resources and services administration.
1: You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. Nancy is here as a guide to show you how to rise above obstacles and savor each moment. If you have a question, call in live at 800-333-0001. That's 800-333-0001. And now here's Nancy.
2: Thank you for joining us today. I am Nancy Soleri, and this is The Living Full Out Show. And today we are talking about pivoting in life. And sometimes that means that you got to read the signs. And obviously, sometimes we make mistakes, and when we know better, we do better. So it is a journey, and we have brought an inspirational guest today, Danielle Spar, who is courageously sharing with us the highs and lows that she's had. But today, she is standing tall, so they've got good news there. So, I'd like to very much welcome Danielle back to the show. Thank you. Hi, Danielle. And, you know, the the thing is, I want to start this next segment here by saying, you know, I think truly we all try to do our best, right? There's no Mm -hmm. manual to life. There's no manual to being a parent or a spouse, Um, Mm -hmm. but I do know that... Early on in your marriage, before you all had kids, I mean, you, obviously you were both were very different, polar opposites <laughs> in the way that you functioned. But, but your husband didn't want kids so much; it wasn't a, a priority, and you wanted a large family. But mm-hmm. as you started to have kid number one and kid number two, and start a salon, and and then you know open a salon, and you started to get busier, and he started to lose you. How did uh-huh. you manage that?
9: Um, well, in the beginning, not very well. <laughs> um, I, you know, had goals and I wanted to to succeed with them. Um, and it came to kind of a crossroads. And I saw that, um, you know, with the salon and with my children, um, it was, what what needs to change in order to um, make my home life happier, more peaceful. And it happened just the way it was supposed to happen um, because everything works, worked out so beautifully that I was able to um, sell my day spa to another stylist. Within a month, the deal was um, all done. Um, I made a little profit that I was able to... Um, Put a salon into my home, and start working out of there.
2: And, and with, oh, go ahead. And, and, and I'm curious because business wise, that worked out, you know, and and everything that mm-hmm. you did financially, you did all those steps to to make the family stronger in terms of living. But when you saw your daughter acting out because mm-hmm. she didn't have you know quality time with her mom, and your husband didn't have quality time with his wife. How did that correlate to, again, little Danielle missing her family?
9: Yeah, I didn't want, I could see that um, Taylor or my daughter, you know, was acting out and um, it was in need of attention. And, you know, it, it was a realization that the attention that was missing was me. And I didn't want her to feel lonely You can be in a big family and still feel lonely. You can be in a a marriage and still feel lonely. And I didn't want my um, daughter to feel that feeling that she was alone in the world. And so I needed to make changes so that I would be there because we hadn't even entered into the teenage years. Mm. And I wanted to make sure that our communication was um, good, a solid foundation for those upcoming years.
2: Well, and, and you made the right move. You made the right move for your own psyche, your own mental health, your own your family. I mean, at the time, it was a, a new chapter of your life. Mm-hmm. Now, I know in your mid-30s, your mom got diagnosed with breast cancer, which, you know, you, again, rose to the occasion and, you know, were her strength during that time. But then in your late 30s, you got breast cancer a different one, a different type than your mom. But I'm mm-hmm. wondering, what is that like, you know, in terms of trying to put on that happy smile when you're mm-hmm. just feeling sick?
9: Yeah, it took a lot of um, determination. And my faith had a big part of it that I, again, didn't want my kids to feel afraid. Um, I felt afraid, you know, that I was going to lose my brother when I was little. And, of course, as a kid, you are not understanding the world um, as it is. And I remember at some point I thought it was my fault that he got sick. Um, And so I, I knew I had gone through that, and so I wanted to make sure that my kids didn't have that feeling. And so as much as I could, I was continuing to... Do the regular things, cook, go to soccer, go, you know, take the kids here and there. And, and if I needed to maybe go lay down and I would just say, oh, I'm just going to go get something from the car. <laughs> and I would go and, and maybe lay down for a few minutes or what have you. But it was really important to me to try to make sure my kids knew that um, I was still going to be there for them.
2: Well, and you did that to the 10th power, because just so everybody knows, I mean, she was there for her kids, but she was also doing hair part-time. She was keeping up with doing banqueting part-time, and uh, so much so that when you were banqueting, if the chemo got to you and you were having a heat flash, you would go in the refrigerator (laughs) and cool off, (laughs) you know. I mean, you, you you, you definitely did the best you could during that time. Now, thankfully, you and your mom both got through it. And the thing I think is so interesting about life, and today we're talking about pivoting in life. Gosh, Mm -hmm. you know, just when we think we can finally, you know, sigh and relax, you know, life gives us another scoop. And your next scoop was in the form of your father getting Alzheimer's. Now, Mm -hmm. that's a tough one because I think we all think about, you know, what do we do when our parents get sick? Do they move in with us? Do we put them in an assisted living it's a big mm-hmm. decision. And what did you decide to do?
9: Well, my parents um, did not want to leave their home. They um, had built a, a one-level um, living home that was perfect for them um, because we offered to make a, like, a little apartment in our house, and that was a no-go. So then I um, offered that, okay, well, you have a basement. We, my husband and I can fix it up. Um, as an apartment, and we, with my 17, well, at the time, 16-year-old son, can move in with you guys and help you. And that's what we did. We turned um, their basement
2: into an apartment, and
9: I started being the caregiver for my dad.
2: So now you're caregiving for your dad. You're still part-time hair, part-time banqueting, (laughs) and and then the pandemic hits, and the world (laughs) stopped right? Mm -hmm. Maybe that was good for you because the quitting stopped and the hair stopped Mm -hmm. and it gave you Mm -hmm. a little break. Now, during this little break, this is also another pivot in life because when we take a break, some want to just take a nap or kind of blow the day off. You took the time of the pandemic to write children's books. You had started one book when your son was uh, young and tried to publish that, but it didn't work out back then. But then you decided enough's enough. I'm turning a new page. I'm going to self-publish. Tell us about that. That was
9: an exciting adventure. Um, You know, I did research, and I found that the self-publishing platforms had improved immensely over the last five years, and so I took a couple courses, um, since I had free time, (laughs) and then was able to put my first book on Amazon, um, A Little Detective Story, and now of course my son is sixteen, he's not the four year old that when I made the story up and so I, I broached the subject with him and didn't know how he was gonna react and what was great is he was he was proud of me. He said, Mom, it's like I'm really proud of, of you doing this. Mm. So that really helped um me continue on and to um go even more so into the children's writing arena um because my family Supported me in this adventure, and now I have five books out there. One being about Alzheimer's, um, and yeah, just having their full support is is awesome. I am, you know, feel very um, uh, fulfilled that I, I accomplished a childhood dream to do this. But also, I gave my kids kind of something to see where when things life happens. You don't just have to take it. You can create your own path. And it takes determination. It takes a lot of work, but you can
2: do it. Mm
3: -hmm. And,
9: you know, they saw that and they have the
2: same determination as well. I love it. Very living full out, Danielle. Perfect that you're (laughs) a guest on the show today. (laughs) But I (laughs) I do agree with you. And, and I'm, and I know that, you know, your faith is important to you. You and, you Mm -hmm. know, God have had some talks over the years, but how much do you think that played a part in you now standing tall as an author today? It did. It had
9: a lot. Um, I mean, I, I've over the years been mad. I've been grateful. I've been happy. I've been sad. And all of this I've talked with God about and um, always asking, you know, what way should I go? I, I want to do what's best for my family, for myself, and and I've tried to go with whatever Um, the guidance has been, and it's always led me to a positive outcome. You know, the Mm -hmm. road may have been bumpy along the way, but the outcome has been positive. And so by constantly checking myself, and that's kind of what you do with with faith, it's like, okay, how am I doing? What is my attitude? What is my... Um, goal are am I making sure that I'm still humble and and not searching for something that is all about me and and so forth? um it keeps you grounded and makes sure that your priorities are still in line with um your goals and your mission in life
2: mm. well and and we have to go here shortly. I could talk to you for like a whole hour more. I'm telling you. <laughs> But just real quick, what does living full out mean to you? To
9: me, it is being there for my family. It is knowing that my family knows that they can count on me. I can count on them. And we always put love first.
2: Mm. You know what, Danielle? You are going to have many, many books (laughs) and uh, (laughs) a bright future, and you've So many friends here at Living Full Out, for sure. So thank you so much for being on today's show. We appreciate you. Thank you so
9: much, Nancy.
2: Thank you. And for everybody listening, again, we've all been through something. We want to know how you pivoted in life. Reach out to us at Connect at Living Full Out. Share your story. Give us your contact information, your story. Let us talk to you. And perhaps you'll be on the show as an inspirational guest. We'll be coming right back. I'm Nancy Soleri. This is the Living Full Out Show. Stay with us.
5: Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
8: Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together.
0: I got to tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me.
8: Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good.
0: Wow, your story is so uh,
8: interesting. Yeah. <laughs> when people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At LoveHasNoLabels.com/slash-one-small-step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own.
0: I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope
8: too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council.
1: All right, crew, let's get her dug.
8: Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember?
1: No matter how
0: large or small your digging project may be, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this, or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance.
2: When it comes to pivoting in life, always remember to believe in yourself. If you make a mistake, we always get better by mistakes, right? That's when we just stand up, brush her, the dust off our pants, right? And we look t- future, look towards the future. Keep stepping forward. And you know what? Don't forget to ask family and friends for guidance and help and lean on your faith and lean on your experiences because you know what? Pivots are a good thing. It keeps life fresh, fun, and it's an adventure as you live full out.
1: You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Solari. As a professional motivational speaker, Nancy can assist you to blow through your setbacks and start living full out. If you have an inspirational story you want to share, email us at connect at livingfullout.com. Once again, here's Nancy.
2: Thank you so much for joining us today. I have had such a great ride, experience, journey with you talking today about pivoting and I hope it's given you some ideas. Even in my own life, I'm going to start pivoting and Okay, eating a few less Cheerios and <laughs> Cheetos and you know, all those things and I'm gonna start working out more and getting in my summer shape. But maybe that's a different pivot than you. Maybe for you it's pivoting and leaving a relationship that has just been toxic and not allowing you to smile and be yourself. The thing is is it takes courage, but it also takes just that will, that determination, that willingness to put life on the line and say, I get one shot at this and I'm going to give it my all. And sometimes that means letting go and other times it means taking risks. Now, I'm getting word from our producer that we do have a listener on the line. We're going to go say hello to them. Hi, welcome to Living Full Out Show. Hi, my name is Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Thank you for calling in. How can we help you?
3: Well, I have a question. Um, Currently, my priority is to buy a home for me, my husband, and my nine-month-old baby. And we really just want to know what's the best way to save.
2: Oh, I love that you're asking this question. And I had 13 years of real estate experience in my life, so you got a twofer. You got a realtor and a life coach. No, I'm kidding. Um, here's the thing. You, you have to make sure that you align yourself, first of all, with professionals that Understand your family and your goals. So, early on, I would have a realtor that can really give you good guidance on pricing and your options and, you know, what would it cost to get a home fully remodeled versus, you know, a home where you might have to put a little sweat equity into it, you know, and put some work in there. Then you also want to make sure that you find someone financially, a mortgage broker, that's going to give you guidance. On, you know what payments might look like how much a down payment might need to be made and Personally, I would interview three people on both sides Because just because someone had a good experience with a friend, you know at, at the realtor Let's say or the mortgage broker doesn't mean that you're going to gel with them the same way and When you're picking someone if you interview three surely one of them will rise to the top Then you also want to consider making sure that as you're saving money, you know, you're looking at things almost as put them in buckets, let's say. There's the priority bucket, which is our daily monthly bills and things that we have to pay for and do to maintain, you know, standard of living. But there might be some things that you can cut out, you know, maybe, you know, eat a little bit less luxurious foods, you know, maybe a few less trips. Not forever, just within the span of time that you're saving. Also, you might look at, you know, ways in which you can get money, you know, outside of getting a loan. You know, maybe there's borrowing money from a friend or a family member at a better rate than you would get uh, through normal financing. Um, and, And most of all, you have to trust your gut. So when you are starting this journey, you've got your husband, you've got your baby, You know, do you feel like you're educating yourself along the way? Are you you kind of studying up on the market, kind of learning the ins and outs of a contract?
3: Well, to be honest, uh, for me, I've just been asking around family members. I haven't really done, like, my own personal research, and Mm -hmm. I honestly thought, you know, that everybody else's advice would be suffice. But now speaking with you, I feel like I should do more extensive research on exactly what you said, finding three people and seeing uh, how it was for them and with those three people and see what's gonna go on. Because uh, I'm the oldest daughter and you know, pretty much I do exactly what my parents advise me to do. So it'd be good for me to look on my own and see how much, uh, I could find research for well and in some ways you know
2: when you pick those three people maybe have one come from a family member maybe have one come from a friend and maybe have one come from your own research and because the thing is is let's say your family member tells you to go with somebody and you go with that person and it's a terrible experience right you just don't Mm -hmm. want it to impact the relationship with your family member So by you not automatically signing up and saying, okay, well, I'll just go with them, by you actually interviewing that person, having the right to say yes or no, you know, that way you're gonna make the decision that's the best for you and your family, okay? But I'm excited for you because (laughs) there is nothing like the day you close escrow, you're in the middle of this kitchen that needs a lot of cleaning and boxes everywhere, but you know what? It's your own, it's a great moment. I can't wait for you. So thank thank you you so much for calling in. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. You're welcome. And for everybody listening, we talked a lot today about pivoting, right? Pivoting to buy a home. Pivoting to nurture relationships. I believe in you always. The entire Living Full Out team, we got John and Ivy and David and Caleb. We believe in you. Live full out. Enjoy life with a smile on your face. See you soon.
1: You for listening to The Living Full Out Show with Nancy Soleri. To learn more about this program, visit livingfullout.com for the latest episodes. Connect with the Living Full Out community by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Here's to you, Living Full Out. Step into the world of power